All right. Welcome, everybody. Three people that I am related to. Three people that I'm not related to. There it is. Jesse found his material. Okay, well, whose notebook's outside then? Yeah. Still. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. Is this your notebook? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a comedian until you, until you lose three or four notebooks. <laughs> right. You're actually well on your way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, oh no, I lost a notebook with one thing in it because I can't ever remember it. So thank you guys for coming. We're going to go ahead and start this thing. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, what do you need, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists not to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... <laughs> Stab! Hello! I'm losing my voice. Uh, we have three people here. So many! And three children here because children are not people. Are you guys ready to meet your contestants? Okay. Please welcome. Uh, he's coming to the stage now. He's uh, in a in a little a little car that the Shriners drive and figure eight and just skidded out, jumped out. Jason B. Jason B. Take off your hat. Thank you. Show some respect. You're indoors. Oh, here comes. She's got a, a, a pocket full of grapes, being that she's from Lodi, the staff, <laughs> the B squad of the of the wine world, Lodi, California. Oh, Rhoda Ramon, Rhoda Ramon, Rhoda, talk into your mic. I want to hear if it's loud enough. Hello. Okay, it seems a little low, but we'll crank it up. And then uh, over here, oh, look at him, look at him while I'm turning the mic up. Ben, make up something for yourself. <laughs> make up something for yourself. <laughs> Very, good. Entrance, Very good. All right. We're turning everyone up. Unremarkable. Oh, Ben right backflip. There you go. There you go. On <laughs> roller skates. Ben backflip Rice. <laughs> on roller skates. And uh, coming to the stage uh, with chocolate on his face again, <laughs> Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. Jesse. I eat my feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Stab. Um, I have lost my voice this morning, I think. Yeah. Are you guys ready to play Stab? Sure. Yeah. Wonderful. I am now. We're starting out with uh, this. The Topical Haiku Challenge. Oh, topical right. Haiku Challenge. We're starting with it. We're starting with it. Yes, we are. We're figuring it out open, as we go. Opening up the document. We are. The document's open. <laughs> There's just too many things open. So many pop-ups. <laughs> so many... <laughs> What is this? Such a professional operation. We're just okay. killing it. Topical haiku there challenge. Please compose three haiku in regard to the following uh, topic. Uh, a science teacher accused of feeding a sick puppy to a snapping turtle in front of their his students has been charged with a misdemeanor in animal cruelty. Uh, Robert Crosland worked at Preston Junior High School in Idaho where Nap Napoleon Dynamite was filmed. Uh... He faced up to six months in jail and a $5,000 fine if he is convicted. Parents of the children at the school complained after Crosland, who was charged on Friday, allegedly fed a sick dog uh, to a turtle back in March. 
uh, very close to St. Patty's Day. <laughs> um, the snapping, thank you, the snapping turtle was euthanized as a non-native species after it was seized by the state. Uh, let's hear three haiku in regard to that. Uh, starting with you, Jason B. Dad, can we keep him? No, I need this one for work. <laughs> you eat the next one. <laughs> Very good. Rhoda. Snapping turtle do. Oh, wait, are you serious? Snapping turtle don't. <laughs> ben Rice. Uh, this poem is entitled Stop Me If You've Heard This Before. Who let Mike Vick teach? <laughs> Must be a Chinese turtle. Jesus Christ. Turtle eat dog world. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Would have liked to have stopped you at any point. Very good, very good Ben. It's all, ben can say that. <laughs> yeah. He has a uh, black girlfriend. It's fine. <laughs> you can totally say that. All right, you guys are still together? Okay, just making sure. Okay, good. All right, uh, first is titled The Real Question. So who gets to eat all that delicious puppy-stuffed yum turtle meat? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like a turpuppin. Yeah, turpuppin. We have uh, six more of these. Okay, uh, Jason B. Or no, we have eight, eight more, more of these. these. Yeah. Jason B. Turtle eats puppy. Authorities kill turtle. Justice wins the day. <laughs> like it's the new, the new rock paper scissors. <laughs> Very good. Turtle beats puppy. <laughs> turtle beats puppy. Authorities beats turtle. Beat turtle, yeah. <laughs> Rhoda. Only a few people will get this one. Poor sickly puppy. He must have read the circle. Dude, really? The fuck? <laughs> Only a few will get it. Only a few, Only a few in this room. The circle, you'll get it. I did not. Anyone read the circle? No. no. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, now I will read the circle. Oh, thank you. Ben Rice. Uh, this one is titled "Put Your Money Where the Snapping Turtle's Mouth Is." <laughs> I'll take that bet, Teach. I'm a visual learner. Oh, God. Spike? Spike? Spike! Very good. Wow. Showing his range. Yeah, very good. Acting chops from Ben, right? I almost cried. Uh, My second is titled Kids These Days. Wow. When I was in school... We just paid the weird kid to eat dissected frogs. <laughs> Very good. And the third of three haiku to end this segment. Jason B. Imagine the sounds. It's not just for cereal. Snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> Very good. Rhoda. <laughs> Mr. Croslin, wait. Bill Nye would never do this. The terrorist one. <laughs> ben. Uh, my last one is entitled, 
Oh yeah, I can make this political. <laughs> In Trump's America, it's education that's the non-native species. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to do your Napoleon Dynamite one? I'll do it at the end. If you want okay, to all, right. All, right. <laughs> all right. Jesse uh, Jones. Okay. I have an extra one too, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, the last one is titled The Circle of Life. The Circle. Turtle eats puppy. Kids cry. Teacher loses job. Turtle is destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Ben has another one. And then Ben, let's hear, let's hear that last one. Yeah, so uh, John told us like right before the show that that's the town where Napoleon Dynamo was filled. Yes. We had no idea, so I wrote this one. Hey, Tino, you fat lard. Eat your dinner. A sick dog, your favorite. <laughs> God. All right, very good. Ben Rice going the extra mile and the topical haiku challenge. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> you guys did good. <laughs> Bring us to the next segment of uh, too much material <laughs> uh, called the top five Google searches of, which should be called the top three Google searches of, but we're going to go with five. Because what are you going to do, leave? Okay. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> they could, though. There are two <laughs> exits. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that, that's locked. The gate's locked. Okay. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> uh, since we just went through recent uh, primary political process here in California, please, let's hear the top five Google searches from the perspective of democracy. Uh, that's right. If democracy were a person, uh, who or what would it search on Google? Uh, we'll start with Jason. How do I delete my history? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What is an existential crisis, and how can I tell if I'm going through one? <laughs> <laughs> ben? Uh, what is a person, 1776? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can say that. You can say that. Yeah. In a, in a similar vein, my first, uh, where the bitch is at? <laughs> <laughs> this is democracy. Would, all right. Yeah, it's not a lot of ladies in democracy. All right. uh, I was going to go with honeys, and clearly I should have. <laughs> you got to spread that democracy, John. You got to. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> Quit fucking with it. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> She's 15. We could, we could yell at her like that. All right. She said it first. All right. Second one. <laughs> Jason. Why won't Alabama let me in? <laughs> Rhoda. Why do I keep letting stupid, toxic people ruin me? <laughs> ben. Uh, what is a person, 1863? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. That's a thinker. Ben. Uh... I thought once I went black, I wasn't supposed to go back. <laughs> oh my god! It's good. Oh no. It's really good. Jason, your third of five. How to recover a stolen identity? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Rhoda. Best TED talks about getting out of a rut. <laughs> Very good. Ben? Uh, what is a person, 1920? <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse? 
Uh, can you feel the moment your soul leaves your body? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, number four, your fourth. Who is America and why do they keep saying they know me? <laughs> <laughs> Rhoda? A little similar. What to do if the leader of the free world keeps insisting we are homies but never seems to call or write? <laughs> <laughs> ben? What is a person? 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look, do a lot of homework. I, I know. Think about that yeah. one. I got in there. Um, fourth one. Should I get tested after having 45 old guys all up in my Oval Office? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And the fifth of five. How will I know if the people who say they love me are actually trying to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> What does it mean if I'm like not 100% sure I should exist, but also don't want to sound like I support imperialism and dictators? <laughs> also, should I even be Googling this? <laughs> By Googling this, am I putting myself on some kind of list? <laughs> Bit. Uh, if the definition of a person has changed, uh, am I still a democracy? <laughs> oh. So deep. Jesse Jones, <laughs> just the fifth one. Are we on four? No, this is the fifth one. Is it? Yeah. Uh, fifth. Uh, how much money is too much? JK, what's the biggest vault I can get on Amazon Prime? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was the top five Google searches of <laughs> democracy. Uh, this next segment is called This Was Today Once. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Jason. On this date, 1949, George Orwell's 1984 is published. Also on this very date, 1984, uh, homosexuality... Uh, is declared legal in the Australian state of New South Wales. How did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? To commemorate the legalization of gay Australian love, an Orwell's classic novel about a dystopian surveillance state, I've installed hidden cameras in several Australian bathhouses to see their newly law-abiding citizens in action. <laughs> Nothing compares to the sight of a full-forced three-way Australian spit roast being interrupted by one winded participant panting, Wait, is that a camera? <laughs> Please resume your legal behavior. Very good, Jason B. Very good. Very good. Rhoda. Yes. You know what today is? Today is brain tumor day. Uh, you know what today is also? Yeah. Uh, Caribbean American HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Oh my! Both okay. of those on the same day. Uh, how did you celebrate all that shit? Um. Oh God, John, I'm so sorry. Do you, can you repeat the prompt? Sure. Today is World. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, heavy shit. How to celebrate it? Here it goes. Okay. First, I put on a red shirt. Oh wait, no. No, first I tried to sit down and think about like a constructive way to celebrate the day without breaking down and making it about me, but shit. Uh, Jake, uh, I'm sorry, can you repeat the prompt for me one sure. more time, Jake, please? Uh, uh, <laughs> my name's John, but uh, today is Oh world. my God, I got, I'm sorry, I got, okay, AIDS, tumors, so fucking dark, man. Um, <laughs> Did you know that the U.S. Agency for International Development reports said that outside of Sub-Saharan Africa, the Caribbean 
Caribbean region has the highest prevalence of HIV in the world. I mean, Jim, that's some bleak shit, man. It's like, I, I tried to sit down and think about a way to write this prompt, but I just, I couldn't, I got nothing to, I'm, Josh, I'm super sorry. I'm really sorry about that. That's, that's all okay. I got. You did okay. Very good, Rhoda. Very good. Ben Rice, on this date, 1977, American rapper, producer, director, and fashion designer Kanye West was born. Uh, also on this very date, 1963, the American Heart Association is the first agency to campaign against cigarettes. Uh, how did you choose to Yo, celebrate? Yo, John, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But your stepdad had one of the best anti-smoking campaigns of all time. <laughs> one of the greatest anti-smoking campaigns of all time. Making you smoke an entire carton of cigarettes in one sitting? Unbelievable. Collecting your, his tar-thickened mucus in a spittoon on the front porch for all to see? That's dedication. Sniffing, your every, sniffing you every time you walk in the door? Such power, such finesse, such subtlety. One of the best anti-smoking campaigns of all time! <laughs> Very good, Ben. Uh, we got distracted in the middle of your... Your fine. thing. We had to, had to save Jason's uh, life. A spider <laughs> came from the roof. Yeah. The ceiling. Yeah. This is a welcome old, to, welcome old to building. Staff Comedy Theater. Old building. <laughs> Stab with fangs. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, I wrote uh, way too much. That's good. That's right. <laughs> On this date, 1982, the ninth Emmy Daytime Award presentation took place where Susan Lucci loses her third, for the third time, uh, also on this date, 1874, American tribal chief Cochise died. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Me and my people know the pain of Susan Lucci. This day marks the anniversary of her third of 18 consecutive fruitless daytime Emmy nominations before finally being granted what she rightly deserved. And while her story of redemption and perseverance <laughs> has been an inspiration to many, sadly for me and my people, it seems our time will never come. For too long, the proud, noble people of this land have been, been denied the fruits of their back-breaking labor. And so it is in honor of these two events, I started an uprising against the board of directors of the local Emmy Committee the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, San Francisco, Northern California chapter. <laughs> I'm the leader of a local, a local group, a tribe, if you will, of public access television producers who for too long have had our works overlooked and routinely snubbed by this committee of snobby jerk faces and fart brains. Do you hear me, National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, San Francisco, Northern California President Steve Schlizke? We will no longer be ignored. No longer will quality programs like Taste This, the surprise hidden camera cooking show produced by high school sophomores Carrie Chisney and Owen Dolph be marginalized. Nor will the hard-hitting reporting of Elliot Hillsborough's stories like Is That a New Sushi Place on College Green? And what happens when I try to tell the car wash guy I lost my completely full punch guard? <laughs> or even my own long-running, locally produced series, Give Me an Emmy. 
and its companion sit-down post-show chat discussion companion program, Let's Talk About Giving Me an Emmy, (laughs) which is routinely passed over for consideration on such flimsy, transparently obvious, fabricated rationale as not being of professional enough quality, lacking any sort of coherent message or apparent reason for being, or their favorite, not being submitted with the appropriate company paperwork. (laughs) or within the submission period, or mailed in at all, but rather just a VHS tape of the program duct taped to a brick with a note stapled to it reading, Give me an Emmy. (laughs) You know, the same kind of shit Cochise and Susan Lucci fought against for the last 144 years. Very good. That was, this was, today, once. Next segment's called Movie Makeup. Please have composed a synopsis based on the following made-up movie titles. Jason, uh, the name of your movie is called Fight Rub. Fight Rub. Let's hear what Fight Rub's about. Our dark thriller begins as our hero, Tyler, moves into an abandoned hair salon and begins recruiting for a clandestine group of competitive rough-and-tumble underground masseurs. Things are all fun and games until Tyler's alter ego sneaks behind his back and attempts to rub him out. (laughs) Betrayed, confused, and extremely limber, Tyler begins a tit-for-tat battle with his split personality, leading on a roller coaster ride of rub-downs that explodes in a climactic finale of epic relaxation. (laughs) Very good. Very good, Jason. Very good. Rhoda, the name of your movie is called Darfur Parkour. Darfur Parkour. All right. Here we go. Sam is the man with a plan from Western Sudan. Just waiting to be the dopest, illest parkour ever. (laughs) But how can he pursue his dreams of being the sickest if his life is set in a region that consists of mostly semi-arid plains in the middle of a constant war zone? Chadwick Boseman is Sam, a man on a mission to put Darfur on the map as something other than what the history books call the most successful genocide in a century. <laughs> Co-starring Forrest Whitaker as his disapproving dad who's extra hard on him about his life choices, and Zendaya as a sweet girl who likes cute shit like the shins and works in a <laughs> shop that sells succulents in the <laughs> desert. We know, but why flush out the chick parts, right? <laughs> Follow his journey as he vaults over obstacles, arm jumps, uses a rolling motion to help him absorb impacts from larger drops, runs towards a high wall, then jumps off, pushing off that wall with a foot to reach the top of a wall, and straight towards his dreams of becoming the best PK pro since George Herbert. Darfur and parkour this summer. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> Very good, Rotor Ramon. Very good. Bryce, <laughs> the name of your movie is called Who's Feeding Gilbert Grapes? <laughs> a typical American family a mother, a father, a boy, a girl, two same sex step parents, a mortgage no one can afford a leased vehicle for every driving age resident, mounds of death, debt and credit cards maxed out because you can't not witness a New England autumn, the Great Wall of China, a lazy afternoon on the beach overlooking the Pacific on the island of Maui, 
And while you're there, you simply must charter your own private fly- flight over an active volcano. Not to mention the Rolling Stones. The fucking Stones! <laughs> Man, only tour every two or three years, so you gotta break the bank for that VIP treatment. Oh, and a dog. Um, a cute little fur-faced puppers. An adorable floof ball with devastating health issues brought on by inbreeding. Yes, just the typical American family dealing with typical American family stuff like figuring out if your son has ADHD or if it's just regular old ADD. (laughs) Fretting over your daughter's diminishing interest in math and science. Your partner's wandering eye and increasingly useless genitals. And hey, (laughs) is America even going to exist in five years? What? What's that? That fucking mutt can't shit right? Oh, great. Just great. That's the last thing we need. Vets are so goddamn expensive. Billy! With one L and two E's in honor of Confederate General Robert E. Lee, who was absolutely bisexual. (laughs) And girl name. Get over here. I have something to tell you. I know it's hard, but... But... But Gilbert... No, not your father, Gilbert. The dog, Gilbert. Jesus Christ. Does your dad look sick to you? I mean, his outturned genitals make me wretch, but... Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Gilbert has acute renal failure. Uh... Uh, it won't be long now before he passes, but before he does, I need to know. Who's feeding Gilbert grapes? <laughs> that shit's poisoned the dogs, idiots! Very good, Ben. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> dogs are taking a beating tonight in yeah, the show. jeez. We call PETA on us. Uh, Jesse Jones, yeah. movie makeup. The name of your movie is called Children of the Corn. K-O-R-N. Yeah. Children of the <laughs> corn. The corn. Children of the Corn is a poignant, tragic, yet touching documentary which follows the paths that life has taken a group of suburbanites from the high school classes of 1994 and 95 to today where they now find themselves in their early to mid-40s, struggling to find their place in society. These are the children of the corn. (laughs) It's a story of how new metal had not properly prepared these lost, disenfranchised youth for the realities of the real world. They found that indeed, life's life's always going to be messing with them. And no, the world can't chill and let them be free. And the something that took a part of them was time. And the part they took, slowly but surely, was one stringy dreadlock at a time. (laughs) Left on their pillow like a sad daily reminder that they were the freaks on the world's leash now. (laughs) And not in the cool music video inside a box with holes punched in it kind of way that they thought it meant. In a lame way. In a way that corn had never prepared them for. This unflinching documentary is the product of the same local Emmy Award winning team (laughs) 
behind previous standouts in the category as Panterrants, <laughs> which follows a group of Pantera fans turned conservative parents with conservative parents and captains of soccer team carpools. <laughs> and the heartbreaking plight of the subjects of the critical and fan favorite Limp Biscuits which shows aging Fred Durst fans and their desperate yet ultimately futile struggle against erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Very good. That was Movie Makeup. Which brings us to our last segment of the evening. Sorry, guys. Uh, Called (laughs) Vows to an Asshole. Uh, Congrats, all of you. Uh, Today you'll finally be married to that asshole you've always loved. Uh, Let's get a taste of these vows. Uh, Jason? We'll start with you. You'll be marrying that dude who sets up his tightrope at the public park. <laughs> that guy. You were the one. I knew it the first time I saw your golden blonde dreadlocks shining in the sun. <laughs> Those khaki cargo shorts bulging with weed. <laughs> Even then I knew those were the only kind of pants you own. <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful the way you can make everyone else at the park so happy just by falling. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw you, you lost your balance and fell onto the rope, flinging yourself back into the air for a double loop before landing flat on your stomach. I had never been so happy. I realized someone else should give me so much joy. In a lot of ways, love is like that tightrope. The more we walk it, the stronger our core gets, bro. (laughs) I will love you despite your flaws, and I will join you on the tightrope of love as we find our balance without ever feeling shame or putting on a shirt. (laughs) Very good, Jason. That was very good. Very good. Rhoda. Yes. You'll be marrying a bike chain that keeps falling off. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. My dearest bike chain, I remember when I first saw you. I knew you would be my driving force and bring power and movement to our relationship. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. We're all good. Okay. I honestly would be lost without you. The wheels would stop turning. Fuck! (laughs) Shit, come on. (laughs) I look forward to our life together. Cruising and climbing and shifting gears. Traveling, God damn it! <laughs> Come on, just hang on! <clears throat> on this day, I pledge my love to you as we pedal through this crazy thing called life. Oh my God, fuck it, fuck it. Fine, fine, I pledge my undying love to you and we'll keep our love together as well, Grace, to the end, the end. Very good, Roto Roto. Ben Rice, you'll be marrying that watery liquid that squirts out of the plastic mustard bottles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for coming out today uh, to share in this beautiful moment between me and the love of my life, that watery liquid at the bottom of a mustard bottle. Or that watery liquid at thebomb.com, as I affectionately call her. Bottom of mustard bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you all know I call her that. Uh, I know it wasn't kosher of me 
to have this wedding during the hot summer months when your family's at its busiest. <laughs> and it's rude to our guests, too, uh, because it's almost assured that all of their buns are dry. Uh, but when you love someone or something as much as I love you, that watery liquid at the bottom of the mustard bottle, <laughs> you need to act as fast as you can. You really need to shake it up vigorously because there's no telling how much more love there is. <laughs> sometimes love just gushes out all over your heart, even more than you could ever want. And sometimes love is a soft and, let's face it, mildly unappealing thing. A reminder of better times. But then you remember that those reminders, they're a new and wonderful experience all on their own. And that's why I chose today, this very instant, to tell you in our own special way. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Very good, Ben. Very good. Jesse Jones in this show yeah. uh, with a vow to, uh, you'll be marrying uh, the dog owner who never picks up his dog's shit, a.k.a. me. <laughs> yeah. That asshole. Yeah. Don't do it. It's warm poop. Sorry. <laughs> I touch a warm poop. Fresh out of a dog. Okay. <laughs> John. <laughs> As I watched you walk down the aisle just now, one thing immediately filled my thoughts. The same question I asked myself the first time you caught my eye when I jogged past you in the park and thought to myself, are you just going to fucking leave that thing? <laughs> there you were, walking along with your face buried in your phone absent-mindedly stepping on your frail, shivering dog's, dog's paws and then yelling at it for making you step on it. <laughs> it was those kind of selfish, self-righteous, yet completely oblivious things you did that convinced me you were the one I didn't want to give a fuck with for the rest of my <laughs> life. The way you over-exaggeratedly coughed when passing that kid with a vape pen. <laughs> And then silently flipped off that old woman without ever looking up from your phone after she asked you politely not to push her into the street. <laughs> the way you sigh with the volume of a cruise ship pulling into port when anyone in the grocery store doesn't bring a reusable bag <laughs> while you go through four Keurig latte drinks a day which require both a K-cup and two additional flavor packs. <laughs> And so I pledge to you today, a, a lifetime spent apologizing for you to total strangers, <laughs> trying in vain to convince my friends and family that you're not the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and always looking around, wondering where that smell is coming from, while knowing in my heart that it's my shoe. <laughs> and uh, that it's your special little way of saying, hey, fuckface. I hope you die last. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that is Stab. One more time for your contestant. Jason Mag Margaret Margaret B. Jason B. Rhoda Ramon. <laughs> ben R. Ben R. Right. And Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more Stabs, go to one of our many online outlets. You know, just go to uh, stabcomedytheater.com. We should put our web, our, uh, our podcast there. But until then, go to Stab4Gold. Stab4Gold.com. Stab Thank you. Good night.